welcome to the Sassy Sewer Line Boutique. Come in. Um, we've got we've got all new fashions for 2020. What what's going to be the big fashion this year? I hear you say it's this. It, I, what is it, Tammy? <laughs> this thing I'm holding. Uh, it's sparkly <laughs> and it's blue. Yeah, and it's um. It's well, clearly well, the big fashion for this glitter, year is having your gold glitter. bra. Yeah, having your gold bra on display oh, is very in fashion this year. Tammy, yes. Tammy, yes. get that gold bra on and that weird white thing over the top, the white toga. That oh. is the fashion for 2020. I'm calling it now. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. I like I'm Claire. Oh, yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Claire, and joining me are two people who will always be my jellical choices. It's Brad and Tammy. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> should explain uh we saw we all saw the great movie cats by tom hooper classic classic movie film of 2019 i say um and then it was it, it was perfect no pun intended that we saw this episode of beauty and the beast straight afterwards because <laughs> this was in the same universe as cats and it was a absolute delight and i love it um claire if you'll remember the um the tagline of the cats musical is now and forever <laughs> <laughs> wow oh yay yay all right yeah. so this week we are going to cover the episode the alchemist and we're gonna start off with 60 second summary oh boy Alexa, open 60-second summary. (laughs) Okay, let me pick. Tammy. Oh, no! Alexa loves you, Tammy. I know! What the fuck? I want to go back to the old one where it loved Claire. (laughs) I know. Uh, Tammy, please take a moment. Collect your thoughts. Think about what happened in this episode. Uh, what people were doing, what they were wearing, uh, what they were tripping out on, uh, <laughs> how they filled an hour um, with about 30 minutes of uh, footage. Uh, whatever you need to discuss this episode in as much detail as possible without going over one minute or ridiculously under, uh, because then you would be a, uh, a little fire hydrant person. Yes. Oh no! No! I don't want to be that person. Yeah. yeah don't want to be a little no. fire hydrant. Well, then you better do a good job, Tammy. Just saying. All right. So confused by that fire hydrant person. <laughs> and you'll be going in three, two, one, go. All right. So basically, this whole episode is just like there's some drugs being done down in the tunnels and just being grown down there this whole time. <laughs> And then we meet someone new, and he's been selling them on the street, killing a lot of people. Who cares about all that? Let's talk about Catherine's first outfit, because I'm going to spend the rest of the time talking about it, because I love it so much. I thought she was going to a toga party. She was not. She was just going dancing in a club with a wire (laughs) underneath her outfit. It is just a bra and a cover-up half dress that's all it is but that gold bra is fantastic Catherine looks great i think i would look great in that outfit and it's just like a white grecian look it is brilliant Catherine's hair looks amazing (laughs) and she's badass and she's undercover for no apparent reason for her to be undercover in this job so that's all i've really got to talk about one minute one seconds (laughs) well done thank you i 
who cares about this episode? That outfit was all that mattered. Yeah. <laughs> when we first saw her, and I know I'm skipping ahead, but I don't care, because that outfit is everything. But yeah. when we first saw her and she was just standing there, I was like, is she cosplaying as, like, Princess Leia? What's going on? I thought it was, like, so the gold confusing. bikini. I was so confused. I, it is I a, a bold a choice, party. that outfit. Yeah, I thought she was going to a costume party, and she's yes. not. No. <laughs> she's just like, this is my look, and this is what I'm wearing. It's like, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, all right, so uh, on to some fun facts. Claire, go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, IMDb have nothing, uh, as always. Oh, apart from, sorry, they do have that Tony J, who appears in this episode, also went on to do a voice in um, uh, the Disney Beauty and the Beast. Uh, basically, he was the old dude. I think his name was Monsieur Dark, maybe, or something like that. He's the old dude that wants to take crazy old Maurice to the asylum. Um, that was Tony J. So he was in two Beauty and the Beast. Also, he was <laughs> he was later in uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame by Disney, um, where he voiced Frollo. And there's a scene where he sees uh, Esmeralda. It's a very disturbing scene for an animated film. He sees Esmeralda dancing in the flames and gets a bit horny watching her. And I thought of that when we see this episode where Vincent sees Catherine in the flames. I wanted Tony J to come on and start singing. Uh, that's the fun facts. Also, this uh, this episode is uh, is totally about McCavity, the mystery cat, the Napoleon of crime, <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> it really is. It's true. Um, yeah. So the the really big script difference that I saw, which I mean, it's not that it's a script difference necessarily. It's like they wrote into the script the scenes they wanted to show or the things they wanted to show in the nightclub at the beginning. So I, I guess after Catherine walks in and you know how there's like that second where she's just looking around at all the things happening in the nightclub waiting for whoever to show up. Um, so here were the things from the original script. The bartender exchanges a hundred dollar bill for a small civil, silver foil packet. A man and woman seriously going at it, unabashed and oblivious to the crowd around them. A woman dances wildly, letting her hair, her long hair, lets down her long <laughs> hair. Uh, a woman's manicured hand holds a tiny glass container, perfume sample sized, <laughs> half, half filled with the glowing powder. Three people laugh uncontrollably. <laughs> the dancing woman begins unbuttoning her silk blouse, and from the bar, Catherine is watching this this latter-day uh this latter-day sodom and gomorrah with a cool sort of fascination (laughs) the the metal case is tucked like a purse under her arm with kathy we now see the geography of this place which is very much in sync with tyler's office kathy is scanning when um something i guess off off screen catches her attention so i just needed to read all that (laughs) Of what the description of what we were supposed to be noticing of going on in that like five seconds that we're in the bar because <laughs> it was a lot and I was like I don't think we saw half of this stuff but uh yeah so there's there's the only fun facts otherwise the script actually stayed pretty close to what was originally done the ending of the script changed um of course. I feel like for the show, they always make it so Catherine and uh, Vincent are in the tunnel. 
and mm-hmm. they're always just saying goodbye to each other in some way, shape, or form. And that's because I feel like that's every episode we end that way. Or Is there anything about this episode being earlier, like, you know, like filmed, written to be, to take place earlier in the se- season? Because that's I, what I felt like. Because at the end when Vincent's like, when I found you in the park, and I was like, yeah. oh, I, I felt like it was, it should have taken place earlier in the season. Yeah, no, they didn't. I mean, I didn't notice anything like that. Um, but the original ending was supposed to be as followed. There was actually no um, dialogue at the end. So it would have been a uh, start on an Amer- Oh, we're in an old American cemetery. Uh, start on an American flag, wa- waving fitfully as it is lowered. The place is closing up for the night. A sweeping pan establishes a cemetery. Basically, we're supposed to be at um, Jimmy's funeral. That's how it ends. Uh, We're just at Jimmy's funeral. She goes, she places um, flowers on Jimmy's grave. Um, And then I guess it's supposed to be, I don't know if it's, yeah, it's supposed to be at night that she goes to visit his grave because Vincent is there and he just grabs her hand and they walk away together. And that's it. So there's no, there's actually no dialogue at the end of the episode. Yeah. So um, I just find it interesting that on, in most of the scripts, there's a different way that it ends it's not always this tunnel or balcony situation but they're really really sticking that sticking to that in the um show do they do you think they get to like the ending they always have a different idea of how it will end and then they're like well we're a bit of a budget eh, let's just stick them on the, in the tunnel or on a balcony yeah i don't know i don't know if that's it or i mean i feel like it's it's better for consistency purposes the way that they do it or that it's either ending at her place or his place and it's always like this little closing it really like close to me at least it closes it out really nicely that this is the way we always end so like if it were to end a different way i think it would be weird Mm. i think they shot like 30 of these in one day yeah Yeah, Yeah. none of them matter and i always like am barely able to pay attention so uh yeah yeah no it, ju- it just is to me it's like a very like uh doogie hauser or um modern day batwoman <laughs> yeah <laughs> where it's like this it's just consistently a same ending even if it doesn't mean anything it's i i don't know it's it's fine it doesn't matter but i i do think like at this point this is what 13 14 episodes in this is 14 episodes in so it'd be mm-hmm. really odd to all of a sudden switch up out of nowhere <laughs> the way that they do it <laughs> but, yeah i, I want to end with a freeze frame oh like i wanted to end with a freeze frame <laughs> yeah like like the end of breakfast club with uh yeah. vincent yeah. fist pumping the air and uh wearing a, a diamond in his ear that was given to him by Molly if Ringling. that were to happen so usually i watch this like sometime on saturday if that were to happen i don't think i would stop laughing until we finished <laughs> recording on sunday <laughs> like that's how i want to end with okay i wanted to, to freeze frame with vincent riding on a subway car <laughs> 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 yes yes that'd be like it. a cliffhanger <laughs> where is he going what is he doing alright Brad what happened uh, the day this episode aired um, so many things so many things guys um, <laughs> it is Friday 22nd of January 1988 um, all of our favorite films are still in the theater tape heads Oh. Uh, you can't hurry, love. 
Okay. Um, Less Than Zero, Cry Freedom, mm-hmm. and Deadly Prey. Ooh. So, enjoy those. Um, Is it Prey like P-R-E-Y or P-R-A-Y? P-R-E-Y. Would it be possible for it to be P-R-A-Y and it's like... No. A, uh, a, a crazy... I'm trying to think the spelling of a movie title. I don't know, because I'm trying to think what Deadly Prey, like, when you pray, would Um, be like the plot. Deadly Prey, a group of mercenaries is kidnapping innocent people on the streets of Los Angeles and using (gasps) them as human human targets. Their spree goes awry when they kidnap the wrong man. Mike Danton, guerrilla fighter. Uh, isn't that the, uh, the, uh, the also the plot of Hard Target, um, which we've previously Yeah, covered? it's like the plot of everything. <laughs> um, okay. Now, importantly, um, I do have to point out, if you're a weirdo Catholic, um, this day was the feast day of St. Vincent. <gasps> Ooh, what was he the saint of? Um, Great I hair. think he must have been the saint of, like, lions eating people, probably. That's why he has a feast day. <laughs> Um, Fair enough. I was just gonna say, like, brunch. It was the Santa yeah. brunch. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Best it's thing. a dumb religion. Uh, also, in the US, the top song was Michael Jackson's The Way You Make Me Feel. In the UK, Ooh. it was uh, Heaven is a Place on Earth. Hell yeah! Best song yeah, ever. That's a good song. I think you won. Yeah. I think you won that one. Yeah, um, by renowned uh, philosopher Belinda Carlisle. <laughs> Um, the cover of Time Magazine, Claire, it's mm-hmm. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Ah, well, it's fitting for this episode. What was he promoting? Uh, maybe Cats. I don't know. Uh. Cats was early in this. Cats was like 81, I think. Oh, okay. Um, Phantom? I don't know. I don't know. It just It should have been Cats. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um, now, importantly, uh, we have to talk about what was on this night. Guys, TV schedules have been shaken up. Um... <laughs> Listen, yes, Full House is going to rerun, but also at the same time as this episode of Beauty and the Beast, you could have watched Mr. Belvedere. Ooh. Um, the episode was commentary, and if you don't remember the episode commentary, uh, the TV station tells George to do an editorial, uh, which he bombs, uh, by suggesting that the national anthem should be discontinued at baseball games. Wow. Wow. Uh, but in the end, we find he uh, he almost gets fired. Uh, but then he goes on TV again, and he doesn't apologize. But he states that uh, the reason he thinks it should be taken away is that he recalls a time when people at baseball games would stand up and look at pride, look at the flag and pride, which he feels like too many people don't do these days. So fuck off, George. Ugh, George. <laughs> Fucking boomer asshole. Ugh. Go kill yourself, you piece of shit. Ah, uh, fuck the goddamn flag and fuck the national anthem. The new OK Boomer should just be OK George, uh, whatever. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Trash. I George always George always finding a way to be more trash. Uh, but guys, that's not the only thing that's happening at the same time as being Wow. Also, okay. Jim Henson the storyteller. <gasps> oh. Uh, the Short, I literally just uh, had hearts appear in my eyes. <laughs> uh, the episode was a story short. Oh, amazing. Yeah. It's a That's goodie. the one that is actually the storyteller as the character. Yeah. He's telling a story that features him in it. That's the only one where that happens. I love that show. So yeah, great. It's great. 
We could have been watching that at the same time as this episode of Beauty not gonna, and the Beast. Not gonna lie, I love this episode of Beauty and the Beast, but I'd probably be watching The Storyteller. I mean, I love this episode of Beauty and the Beast, and I love Mr. Belvedere, but Storyteller, goddamn. Yeah. It's a champion. Absolutely. Cool. Anything else? No, that's all. That's a lot. I mean, so. Belinda Carlisle and The Storyteller, best day ever. Yeah. <laughs> We'll forget about George. Uh, yeah, fuck George. Uh, Alright, so um, let's see. What Josie was disturbed by in this episode? You guessed it, Vincent's mouth. I do feel like they did a <laughs> lot of close-ups on Vincent's face. Ooh, this particularly yeah. when he's roaring at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I felt uh, for Josie. <laughs> the pure amount of glitter on that random person's face. Oh, beginning. yes. Ooh. Yeah, I, I told Josie, I was like, that actress is still trying to get glitter off her face today. The glitter like, budget just... for this was very high, this episode. Yeah. Um, the Oh, yes. Vincent's line, which I also wrote in my notes, was, the current of your feelings run deep. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I was like... What is he saying? <laughs> I mean, noted um, philosopher David Hasselhoff did sing <laughs> in Baywatch about the current of love. So I'm just going to say. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. He said, and I quote, you got to reach out, take hold of my hand. you got to reach out when you're safe on dry land. you got to hold on, baby, never give up. you got to reach out when you're caught in the current of love, Tammy. Wow. Well. This is the current of your feelings runs deep, so maybe they knew Mr. Hasselhoff. <laughs> okay, I want I want a team up of Vincent <laughs> and Dr. David Hasselhoff. Just do yes. just doing a song. It'd be great. Oh my God. And you know what? Ron Perlman would totally be up for it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> he so would. Uh, okay, the close-up on Vincent's face for the whole episode. Um, Vincent trying to attack the sewer citizens. That was very disturbing to her. <laughs> but she says she, she didn't have as many things as usual because she had no idea what was happening this episode. <laughs> it's just the episode of... Um, it's, it's, the, it's the Cats episode, that's why. Yeah, seriously. Alright. Oh, so great. You guys ready to talk about this episode? Yeah. Yes. We get our lovely opening credits where everyone is smiling at each other and just lovingly talking about each other. Oh, every week, Catherine <laughs> smiling at that sewer grate. It's, oh, it's, I love it so much. Um, we start off with, I don't even know what this lady's wearing. Well, first of all, Taylor Swift descends on a giant moon. And, yeah. and is throwing catnip everywhere and singing Macavity the Mystery Cat. Because Tammy had had sent me and Brad a message saying oh. of a little gif of, of Taylor Swift in the Cats movie and said, this will become relevant or something when you watch the opening of this episode. And it was, because this is, oh, yeah. she's, it this is like the, the Cats movie. so many times in this Seriously. episode. Because in the Cats movie, spoilers for, no, for anyone that's not seen it and go and see it. Run, don't dare walk. you. Um, yeah, like, they all, at one point, they, they all get glitter thrown over them and it's catnip, but it's actually glitter. And then they all get high and basically have like a cat orgy and it's amazing. <laughs> and that's is kind of what happens in this. The most sexualized movie I've ever watched is Cats. <laughs> And I've seen eyes, eyes Wide Shut. Like, this is the... Cats is much more sexualized. Oh, at one point when I saw it with our friend Chris, um, and it went into the big dance scene that's halfway through the film, 
he he leant over to me and just went cats wide shut and then for the rest of it we just kept saying Fidelio to each other because it was insane yeah it's it's a kooky movie um so yeah and and also like so behind this lady is a big moon and with all the glitter coming down on her i was like this is hilarious she's wearing this terrible blue dress with like yeah a huge huge like feather bow (laughs) yeah that's big white it's massive yeah Yeah. i'm like it i've always uh if i've ever had feather boas which i have like, I always end up with, like, cheap ones because I'm usually getting them for costumes or for a performance or something that, like, I don't need yeah. a nice, expensive feather boa. But it's, like, I can't ever get one that's this thick. And the mm. ones I do get, you know, eventually kind of, like, start molting and falling apart. <laughs> so, like, I'm looking at this, I'm like, this is massive, this feather boa. And she's in New York, so she, like, was on the subway with this thing. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And then um, she hallucinates, yeah. and it's the 80s, so if you hallucinate or have a dream sequence, then what's going to show up in it? A little person. <laughs> Tammy, Tammy, what happens? It's a little person in all red with a little red hat who apparently is the fire hydrant. I now, this made me think Daniel. of um, yeah. Stefan from SNL, yes. Tammy. Yeah. If I thought this was a club that Stefan was going to recommend, and because we know Stefan likes recommending clubs where there are little people um, doubling as things, whether it's as Roombas or as fire hydrants. So I was just waiting for Bill Hader to turn up, and I was disappointed that he didn't. Yeah. Well, this- Much as I always am in life. Well, during this part, I actually had looked down, so when I looked back up, all I saw was this little dancing guy in red and her throwing yeah. her thing. And I was like, what the hell am I watching? This poor actor. And then saw it was a uh, fire hydrant, yeah. This poor actor, where he turns up the day and he's like, oh, do I have any lines? No. I'm just going to paint you to look like a fire hydrant. Oui. Sorry. God. It's. Yikes. Um, and then we even get this thing where, like, there's all the lights in the world in New York, <laughs> and she laughs, and it looks like it's coming out of her mouth. <laughs> yeah. It was so 80s. It was great. All the yeah. visuals were all neon, and yeah. And then yeah. she gets hit by a car, which was kind of a weird shot when that car's coming towards her, like, the side shot, and she's just kind of smiling, and it, like, hits her hip. It was, no. a, it was yeah. weirdly done. And and the car was going so slow. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, that car could have stopped. <laughs> but it did not. So, uh, yeah, it hit her. And I'm like, I guess this is a drug-related death, but not really. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I got a lot of questions about this drug as we move forward, but... Yeah. But first, let's focus on Catherine's bod. Okay. <laughs> We get oh, Catherine's in her Princess Leia cosplay. So we've oh, seen in previous episodes where she was dressed as a Jedi, but now she's dressed as Princess Leia because she's wearing a gold bra, like yeah. a shiny, shiny gold bra. Oh, and I, I was like, so what is happening? Like, I, I didn't Same. know what, what was happening because there's like a close-up on her stomach and then this bra, and then I, I didn't know what was going on. I was so confused. And then well, we and see then, that like, they're putting a wire on her. That dress is so... Like, I don't know how that dress gets put on. I'm watching it now, and I still don't understand. So, 
it's it goes over one side of like one boob and one shoulder mm. and then i guess it maybe pins to the other side like underneath the other side of the bra and then it's like a sleeve on the other side like a jacket mm. i yeah. Like it like it's like a jacket over it. So it really only goes over the one side. It's so cute. Right. I love it so fucking much. <laughs> it's so it's so weird. So yes, it's, so it's very strange. Wired up. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it, I like that they start with this close up of like her crotch. I was like that's yeah. why I was kind yeah. of weirded out cuz I'm watching it again now and I was like it's like her her underwear and her belly button and yep. and her crotch and you're like uh, what what? But um I'm yeah, I like I like this crazy outfit as well. I mean, yeah, I mean she's in amazing shape, but it does look like she is going to a toga party. Like she puts yeah. on this half, yeah, there half is dress no with the little toga why she's wearing stuff. this. Yeah, yeah and then and then she put on the jacket, and that's when I was confused because I first of all I was like, she put the strap of the dress over one shoulder, yeah. and I was like, but why has she put it over the other, and why is it not covering <laughs> up that boot? And then she put the the jacket on, so I was like, oh, it's meant to be like that. No. But yeah, I was very confused. I I really want to make this outfit. Do it. It's so stupid. Like, where the fuck would I wear it? I mean, Catherine <laughs> wears it to a club. Like, I don't even... I mean, Tammy, I we're, uh, we're going to Disney World uh, next yeah, week, Tammy. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just wear it to Disney World. Um, so, yeah. So she's getting wired up to go undercover... Why? <laughs> Why is she going undercover? I think just because the director wanted that shot. Yes. Yeah. This this episode, it should say, directed by James Cameron, I would be like, yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Back in the days where they, they still got on anyway. Uh, this, yeah. this club, even before they break out the glitter drugs, this is the sparkliest club ever, because everyone is wearing sequins. Yeah. Yeah, so she's going in there with this, like, little, uh, tin box. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then we actually see a shot of Jimmy, who we, like, later find out is Jimmy, who's, like, out front in front of the club. What do you think of Catherine's hair with this outfit, Tammy? Because I'm not a fan of the hair. I like the outfit. Uh, you know what? I think it would look better if her hair was up. I think would look really nice. Well, it's they, they did kind of a halfsy, like it's half up, half down, mm. um, which is not necessarily usually my favorite look. Either put your hair up or leave your hair down, mm. <laughs> or do one side. Like sometimes you can kind of sweep on one side and put the one side up. I don't know if I like the halfsies unless you're like a teenager or young adult. Um, and Catherine, uh, unfortunately for her, is neither. So I don't care for that on a grown ass woman, but she's so beautiful. Like I, I didn't care, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but typically speaking, nah, I'm not necessarily a fan, but that was a big look in the eighties anyway. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, we see her walk into the club and then we go into the room with, um, Tyler and how do you pronounce his name? Paracelsus? Celsus? Paracelsus. Paracelsus. Yeah. I didn't catch what his surname because I know it's John something, but I didn't catch what his surname was. Yeah. Well, I think they said. Yeah. Um. So Paracelsus and Tyler are in there, and they're Paracelsus is, I guess, 
selling drugs to Tyler, and Tyler has to pay in gold coins. Um, so... Are they gold coins? <laughs> a big thing here... The, so they... I just want to talk about these drug prices. Because these motherfuckers... Mm-hmm. Um, he says, listen, uh, you gotta give me more. Um, yeah, well, you should raise the prices. Um, I can't. I'm already selling it for a thousand dollars a gram. Yes. Yeah. I did a little research. Um, as of 2017, these are the most recent numbers. Cocaine, um, in the U.S. sells for ninety-six dollars a gram. In 2017, <laughs> um, a thousand dollars. Yeah. But Brad, it's it's the best drug ever. Yeah, and ever. he's still he's selling it for that and still running out. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I can just go to Joanne Fabrics and buy a little thing of glitter. I'm not sure <laughs> what these people are doing. And when, so when he's, like, breaking it up on this guy's desk, it doesn't look too impressive to me. I'm like, is that the glitter stuff? Apparently it is, but... Yeah, apparently it is, yeah. He's just kind of... I, I guess he's got the plant, and the dry plant, and he's just kind of crushing it in his hand. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. I like that he tells Tyler, though, you'll take what I bring. <laughs> you'll pay <Yeah>. me now. <laughs> you'll pay me in these gold question mark coins. Because <laughs> I was like, why are these co- These coins are blatantly plastic. <laughs> they're, they're like the kind of things you get, like, in, I, I don't know, like, you buy a kid if they're pretending to be a pirate. <laughs> like, it's so weird. Yeah, and I'm... J- I still, even toward the end of this episode, I still don't understand why he wants to be paid in gold coins. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, because I was like, well, maybe they only, ex- like, it's, it's, it's a system that he can use when he's underground, you know, to use his gold coins. But then I was like, well, no one else is using gold coins, so. Yeah. I, I don't know. All right, guys, so we get the next scene where we're supposed to notice all the people in the club. <laughs> <laughs> the the modern day Sodder, Sodom and Gomorrah, right? That's <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, what was the? I put that this is the most eighties party I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, lots of eighties stuff. Um, and Catherine is just sitting back watching it all. Yep. I mean, it just looks like a nightclub. I don't really see <laughs> the huge deal, but. Apparently, people are really into this drug there. It's and it's, and so, it's basically. I know we've said they're like there's glitter. It looks like glitter. It is glitter because you see later when there's like I wonder if they wrote this episode because they did that episode a while ago. You know where the uh, voodoo voodoo episode where Vincent crushed the shell at the end and turned it yeah, into glitter and threw it off the thing, and they were like, oh crap. We bought three tons of glitter. <laughs> what are we going to do with it? So they wrote a whole episode around how they could use this glitter. So, yeah. So we, we just left the club. She's getting um, called to the back. And the SWAT team is, like, all around just waiting. And I don't know how well she did back there being undercover. Yeah. Obviously not that well. They figured her, <laughs> figured her yeah. out. But, Yeah. She's not, she doesn't, she's not very subtle, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I like that she tries to kind of be this, like, like, do some banter with this guy, Tyler, but 
You don't know him, and you're just um, there to do a drug deal. Like, calm it down. Sorry, just to back it up a bit. Um, oh, yeah, of course. When, I, I mean, because we all want to back it up to when she's in the van, um, getting the uh, wire. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Joe says, hey, this isn't worth uh, $2,500 a month. So, Catherine makes $30,000 a year. That's it. No. Which, um, in, um, in today's money... Uh, sixty six thousand three forty five. That's still not that much. No, like I make more than Catherine. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're one of those rich people, Brad. Oof. You're a I regular mean, this Richie. Is, a Richie. This rich. is absolutely. She is absolutely not getting paid enough for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is she doing? This? I mean, does she get to keep the outfit? Is that part of the deal? Oh, yes. maybe. Like this, maybe for Catherine, this is all really kind of like charity work, since she's super rich. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, it does make me wonder, like, how much that job paid that she was going to take in Rhode Island. <laughs> um, I also like, yes. that much more. If she works in the DA's office, I don't know. I like. I think it's questionable if you're prosecuting somebody that you helped entrap through a wacky uh, scheme. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I feel like a, someone in the DA's office is not going to be undercover ever. It's no. It's not their job. You're going to be prosecuting them. You could be like, I no, that's weird. Yeah. But here we are with glitter and all. <laughs> <laughs> glitter everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I like that she's going by Cindy as well. It's like, that's so not a Catherine name. Yeah. <laughs> Cindy. It's better than Kathy. I, I still don't think of her as a Kathy. No. Actually, no, Kathy is better than Cindy. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to all the Cindys out there listening. <laughs> I just don't see her as a Cindy. Mm. I don't know. No. Uh, so, let's see. So, obviously, he figures her, da- her, her out, and Catherine uh, escapes and then calls a SWAT team in. So. Yeah. And they take him in. Take him away. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then we, is it after that we meet our new friend, properly Jimmy? Oh, yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy who just loves, loves being alive. (laughs) I'm getting married. Oh, you're going to (laughs) die. As soon as he said that. (laughs) Um, And Catherine is immediately gone from being obvious best dressed to dressing like Paula Poundstone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she's wearing in this scene. Okay. You're right. I will say, we're watching this and Josie just goes, Catherine needs to figure out her sleeve situation. Yeah. <laughs> These, like, I mean, every single part of this and outfit I don't like. Like, the blouse, the jacket, and the skirt, I do not like. And the no. belt. Oh, the belt. The belt is the same as the cuffs. Oh, it's terrible. I, I figure yeah. out your sleeve lengths, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's happening? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like she's, you know, eight and she's borrowing her grandfather's jacket. Yeah. <laughs> it's like real <laughs> terrible. Um, so yeah. they got a sketch of uh, Paracelsus and that's, they're like, it's this guy. This is the drug guy, but we don't know anything else about him. We also meet Farrell. Farrell. Farrell? Farrell. Farrell. Because he's happy. Farrell. Clap along. <laughs> it's Farrell. Um, 
I thought when they were talking about him, he Jimmy referred to him as Pharaoh, and I was like, Pharaoh? <laughs> Was, yeah, yeah, Farrell. So Farrell is John Amos. I love him. <laughs> uh, What's he you from? You may know him from Coming to America. <laughs> oh, really? He's uh, he's yeah, he's Cleo McDowell. He's he's in he owns McDowell's, not McDowell. Oh, he does. He is brilliant oh, wow. in that movie. Nice. I cannot wait for Coming to America too. Like I cannot. I'm so happy they're making another one. I didn't even know they were making another one. Oh, yes. Yes, they are. And I cannot fucking wait. (laughs) Like, I'm so excited. (laughs) Um, I thought it was a joke, but it is not. And I'm so happy. Um, He's like, he's in a bazillion things. He's in all kinds of things. But yeah, so that's where I know him from specifically. (laughs) Like, I saw him and I was like, McDowell's. (laughs) So anyway, I, I wonder, I'm, I didn't look, but I wonder if he's going to be in any more episodes. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy is not, so... <laughs> oh, well, oh poor Jimmy. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh. Jimmy, the total <laughs> asshole in this scene. So, they're yeah. like... You know, they feel like they've at least co- are one step closer to catching the guy behind these the glitter drugs. But uh, Jimmy is not happy about it. I mean, do they need to catch the guy? Like, the drugs are insanely expensive. Yeah. Like, who? Yeah. How many? How much? They don't have enough supply, which we already know is a problem for them. Um, and we know it's a thousand dollars a gram. Like, there's not a lot of this shit on the streets, and it's only killing rich people. <laughs> <laughs> and we're okay with that. <laughs> Yeah. Listen to our other podcast, Absolute Choo Choo Crime and Deadly Serious <laughs> Podcast, for more details on that. <laughs> well, and to jump ahead a little bit, they say that 50 people have died because of this drug, and three yeah. times that amount are, like, in, like, a mental institution. Yeah! Um, but yeah. we also find out later that the drug should last three to four hours. So, I got a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Yeah... I really thought when they were like, it should last three to four hours, and then Catherine saying that it's lasted longer for Vincent, I thought Father was going to be like, but he's not human. Oh, no, Like, no, no. if you're a cat person, it's longer. <laughs> I, I interpret it completely differently, but we will get to that scene. Okay, uh, okay I just, cool. I, I just, I don't understand. I, well, clearly the only reason they're trying to stop this is because this is affecting rich people, um, because mm-hmm. they wouldn't care otherwise. But, I mean... 150 people have been affected. This drug is so expensive. How many people have even taken it? There's there's yeah. no way. There's like either this has affected absolutely everyone that's taken it or I like why is anyone even taking it if it's this dangerous? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And you'll never get it off of you no matter how many ta- showers you take. This drug just stays on you cuz it's fucking glitter. Yeah. That's true. It's the herpes of craft materials. That's yeah. true. I work in an art store. I know. <laughs> uh, the other day, talking about glitter horror stories, I went to get a bag of paints that we use for painting stuff in store, and someone, uh, one of the staff members, I think I know who it was because they looked very embarrassed, had um, had a, a, a pot of glitter, and they'd obviously been using it for something, 
and then had put the lid back on and thrown it into this bag, um, but not put the lid back on properly. So I literally put my hands in this bag, oh. and my hands came out, oh. and I was I was wearing gloves of glitter. It was white glitter. I looked like Michael Jackson. My hands, <laughs> I looked like I had sparkly white gloves on, or I was Mr. Mistopheles going along with this episode. It was insane, and I'm still finding it everywhere in my of flat. Of course you are at of work. It's never gonna go. No. Uh, oh, by the way, a thousand dollars in 1988 equals two thousand seventy-two dollars in current money. So two thousand seventy-two dollars a gram. That's some good shit. <laughs> Again, yeah. cocaine is currently ninety-six dollars a gram. <laughs> And it this should be, be what's the um, what's the show where the drug in it is called Sparkle? It's not Riverdale because that's no Jimba Jamba or whatever it's called. I can't remember. <laughs> what is it called? The drug in Riverdale? Jingle Jangle. Jingle Jangle. Thank you. There's a, a, uh, I feel like this should be called Sparkle because it would fit. But there, I know there is a show where the, the fictional drug is called Sparkle. But I don't think they ever name it, do they? They don't ever give this drug a name. No. It's just the new drug that costs way too much money and kills you. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Hey, rich people, want to die or end up in a mental institution? <laughs> Give us $2,000. Where is this guy getting these gold coins to pay uh, uh, Frollo, whatever his name is? Like, where, how, how do you get gold coins? Oh, well, you... Uh... uh you make a deal with your local, uh, uh, with your local pirate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you enough. find a leprechaun and uh, you, you <laughs> get his uh, pot of gold. I'm looking. I just looked up sparkle drug, <laughs> and mm. Claire, in 2010, the Independent wrote an article about UK's biggest drug, uh, <laughs> high known as sparkle. Oh. I'm sure it's People something were fictional. It a, a legal MDMA. And it mm. was sold at head shops in the UK, um, and it was sold as Sparkle, which sells for forty pounds a gram. Claire, you well, were your just... own life. Yeah, <laughs> my whole life is a, a TV series. Oh, I swear they they talked about it in something, and I assumed it was <laughs> fictional. I am I'm not very down with drug culture. So. <laughs> just saying. Here's something that Sparkle life. Yeah. yeah, we know. We know. I'm gonna. I'll have some here for you when you get here, Claire. Don't <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Pick me up from the airport with a bowl of sparkle. <laughs> also, in t I'm I'm not clicking on it on the link, but and the New York Times wrote an article in 2001, and the headline it says Orlando glitter hides dark side of young drug users. Oh no, <laughs> Tammy. <laughs> That's, that was way back in 2001. That was forever ago. All right, so back to back to this episode. So, um, so Jimmy walks out. He ha wants nothing to do with anything because he's kind of an ass. He's got and, too many uh, other things on his mind, like getting married and living his life. Exactly. So Catherine goes and talks to him, and he's mad because Farrell, I guess... Uh, so Jimmy had an idea of how to take down the distributor, but Farrell didn't follow his idea. He did his own idea, and now all they're stuck with is this one, like, drug dealer versus taking down the distributor. Here's, an idea, here's an idea how they could have caught the drug dealer. Um, pay attention to the exit doors around the building, because he left 
within minutes of Catherine getting back there. Yeah. So why weren't yeah. they just monitoring the entrances and exits? Yeah. I mean, they had them covered. I don't know why. They didn't just see you left. And then, yes, we meet uh, Jimmy's fiance in a picture. Yeah. Was and immediately, Carmen? I wasn't... Yeah, it's Carmen. And I was like, is Carmen... Are we going to meet Carmen? Is she going to get involved? Because right after this, we meet Zeke. And I thought... Why are we meeting so many goddamn people in this episode? <laughs> a lot of new friends. A lot of new friends. Yeah. Yeah, so, which I I don't know, but I feel like we don't ever see Zeke again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they, uh, Zeke does give some good information. They, mm -hmm. he's saying that it's a fungal uh, hybrid of some sort. Ooh. And it glows in the dark, which means it must be grown in caves or ocean depths where there's no light. Last time we saw people inhaling fungal powder was in the X-Files, and they ended up with throat boners, if you guys remember. So wow. <laughs> hopefully there's, there's, you know, this doesn't cause throat boners. There's nothing worse. Um, yeah, so... I don't know what Zeke is wearing, either. No. I feel like they were trying to spin off Zeke into his own show or something. <laughs> he re they feel like they're really trying to make him a thing. <laughs> it was a backdoor pilot. A Zeke backdoor pilot. The five seconds he was on the screen. Yeah, it's like Zeke and Jimmy <laughs> thought they were getting their own show until Jimmy died. And then Zeke was like, ooh, I guess not. Well, uh, uh, yeah, because it's like, they, okay, so he has his blue shirt and blue tie. None of it, he's not dressed properly. It's like all disheveled. And then he's got like, a, I think it was supposed to meant to be like a white overcoat, but it's not. It's just like a big yellowy white shirt. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. He's super cash. Yeah, I was like, because I know he's supposed to apparently be scientist guy, lab guy. Yeah. And I'm like, is that supposed to somehow be a white overcoat like <laughs> I think it's supposed to be a lab coat but it's, I thought it was meant to be a lab coat not. but it doesn't yeah it, but it's yeah. that one <laughs> maybe they just didn't have one in the wardrobe so they were like me yeah first of all it looks yellowish like it's yeah. got a weird tint to it um mm. but it also looks too thin but he's also like his between his hair and his tie everything is just a goddamn mess yeah and then you look at what Catherine's wearing and you're like well I guess <laughs> everyone's just garbage today right <laughs> Yeah, it's so terrible. Her outfit is so bad. I mean, but their police headquarters does have a neon sign that says police headquarters, so, <laughs> I mean, this whole place is a shady operation. Oh, gosh. Um, so, obviously, when he says that this stuff is grown underground, Catherine goes to visit Vincent, and it's like, hey, uh, what are your people is selling drugs? <laughs> Well, so. but before she goes to visit Vincent, she goes home to change into yeah. the most crazy um, pink turtleneck ever. And yes, I guess a this windbreaker. Oh, is, this is awful, this turtleneck. Oh, oh, it's terrible. It, it is so weird. <laughs> and then jacket on top of it. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, that turtleneck looks like it's not meant for a human but maybe a large animal <laughs> it's like you know you can like fold that over that's like the idea right no no she cannot she, can, she has to just put it up like that it's so weird but her hair looks great in this scene sure. her, 
I, I noticed her hair because I was like, man, there's like nothing is flying away. Like, it's just perfect. It's so jealous. Um, so, yeah, but she tells Vincent, uh, obviously I don't think it's anyone down here, but I think it's probably someone down here. <laughs> so there's that. And she says, um, at the time, it was linked to 49 deaths to the drug, and then three times that have been in- institutionalized. Like, yeah. what are we talking about? And it's $2,000 yeah. a gram. <laughs> Everyone was a lot richer back then, Brad. Were they? Because Catherine's only making 60 <laughs> whatever $1,000 a year. But she's got all the gold coins. She's got a Scrooge McDuck vault at home, and that's what she spends. She doesn't need to, you know, be paid a lot with her her job. This is also the scene where Vincent tells her to quit her job. (laughs) (laughs) You can come live in the sewer with me. (laughs) Oh, no thanks. I'm cool. Um, And Catherine is like, people need my help, Vincent. I've got to keep doing this, so. And then as the transcript reads, they gaze at each other. (laughs) they always gaze at each other yeah there's not a lot more going on in this episode so that makes sense Mm. um yeah she's a risk taker now (laughs) Vincent just does not like it yeah uh so then we we do get like scenes in between where uh Paracelsus is just walking around places This episode is so stretched out. Between all when, the drug trips and all of Paracelsus walking around, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. When he's um, walking around as well, he, thinking of cats, he's wearing a big coat and a, a hat, and all I could think of was, was McCavity out of the cats movie <laughs> again. And I just wanted him to, at one point, like when Father like um, confronts him later, I just wanted Paracelsus to be like, McCavity, or meow, and disappear into thin air. Later on, on Paracelsus does defy the law of gravity, so. (laughs) Yeah. He's the bafflement of Scotland Yard. Absolutely. (laughs) I love it. But yeah, I guess this whole, this scene is just to show us that he goes underground. It's like, well, we knew that though, right? Because he is growing the drugs underground. I mean, it is possible the drugs... Uh, could have been imported from elsewhere. They don't necessarily have to be grown yeah. underground in New York. Yeah. But no, Catherine's like, oh, it has to be from New York. Homegrown. She could tell. Mm-hmm. You had a New York accent. <laughs> uh, so then we've got Vincent talking to Father. Yep. And now, father does Father look like younger in this episode or was it just me? I, I thought, like, they'd put some just for men in his hair or something. I'm not seeing it. Well, I don't Claire, know. Claire, why are you so into father all of a sudden? Yeah, because yeah. he's a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I will point out that they do say that Paracelsus is a magician. I'll take it. Oh, That's a man. wizard. There's... Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. So Vincent just tells father about this drug and it's really powerful and they need to try and stop whatever it is and Vincent doesn't even know where to look and father's like, ooh, yeah, there was this one guy. <laughs> it's His <laughs> name is John Pater. So Pater, Pater thank you. Yeah. yeah, I thought we heard but it, he, I just couldn't remember. I like that he calls himself Paracelsus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but 
Nobody father else does. Father calls himself father. So, yeah. whatever. <clears throat> Vincent calls himself Vincent. His name is actually Sean. Yeah. <laughs> he thought Vincent sounded more romantic. Yeah. Vincent says the alchemist, and father says yes, John's model. Philosopher, scientist, magician. Wizard. And John was all of those things. <laughs> I, I like to think he put on shows for the kids. Ta-da! <laughs> well now, oh. children, could this be your card? <laughs> um, I love it. And, and I do like throughout this episode <clears throat> and starting here, Father acknowledges that Paracelsus is why they have so many things in the tunnel that they do. Because mm. I know we've talked about, like, where the hell are they coming up with all this stuff? And it was all his idea, I guess. Because even yeah. even down to the, um, what's it called? The knocking on the pipes and everything as forms. Yeah, of that was his. That was him. I thought, I thought that was, like, I thought they were going to say, when he was like, oh yeah, that was a good idea that Pascal thought of. I thought it was going to be that Pascal thought of it. But then he was yeah. like, did you thought of it? I was like, okay. I okay, John. The fact that we learned that, like, um... This this was all happening way before Vincent was born. I'm like, God damn, I, I like how long has this sewer society been around? Mm. Apparently forever. And how well, old is Vincent? We don't know how old if it was around when they were remember they in the Chinatown episode and they were using the tunnels like way, way back. But they never seemed to like come across but, this society, so yeah, I know. But it seemed I like Father was like instrumental in setting this up, and he was like, yeah, that was like during the McCarthy era. So, and I'm just trying to place mm. when Vincent. Like, what is? I need a time frame for all of this. Yeah, hopefully we'll find out. Uh, would you like to hear something that Paracelsus had said in real life? Sure. One of sure. his quotes is, "Dreams must be heeded and accepted." For a great many of them come true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> Dreams are not without meaning, wherever they, wherever thy may come from, from fantasy, from the elements, or from other inspiration. I like Paracelsus. <laughs> also, I don't like lying people. <laughs> I got he, no time. He did, a lot of his quotes are dr- about dreams. The interpretation of dreams is a great art. All right. All right, Paracelsus. Whatever, buddy. From time immemorial, artistic insights have been revealed to artists in their sleep and in dreams, oh so that at all times they ardently desire them. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so anyway, those are a few quotes from the act. So that's what this guy wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> Follow That's your dreams. That's what John Pater wanted to be. Ugh. So, uh, but yeah, so they apparently exiled him because uh, he yeah. began to desire power. And father can yeah. have that. Pretty much. Yeah, there's only one father. Yeah, exactly. And he wouldn't go at first. <laughs> Finally, he was forcibly taken beyond the perimeter. Of course he wouldn't go at first. He created most of this place. <laughs> it's his place. Yeah. I should have left. True. Yeah, so. Anywho. So what has he been doing all this time? And why does he need this gold? And will we ever find out, Elizabeth? Well, I'm going to say this. 
we don't see him die at the end, so I would assume we're gonna see more of him. And I'm gonna say this, I looked at IMDB, and he's back plenty. Oh! Is he in more or less episodes than Mouse? Great question. Um, Mouse is in 405, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he is. Mouse is in way too many. He is in... Um, do we want the, do you want the spoiled information? Sure. Alright, I'm gonna spoil you as soon as I get down to it. Where are we here? Um, hold on. Six episodes. Wow. Wow, that's not that many. I hope that we find out more of Vincent's backstory because of Paracelsus. Yeah. Yeah. We will. Well, that that seems to be where they're going with it, because he's like, ooh, don't you want to know? I know. What if he comes back to take father down? <laughs> That'd be great. It's like an old man fight. That would be awesome. Uh, so anyway, so then we've got the next scene where Catherine is wearing I don't know what uh, to talk to Jimmy and offer him a one a.m. hamburger and beer. What do you is mean? It's lovely. Is she flirting with him? What's happening? I, I don't know. Because. The scene makes me feel like they've worked together and have been friends or something, but they seemingly don't know that much about each other, and we've never met him before, so yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if she was flirting so much as it was one o'clock in the morning, and it sounds like they hadn't eaten anything, so she wanted food, but mm. then she really just wanted more information out of him. She's like, he became real weird about stuff. Oh, well, I do love the fact she's like, hey, let's go to Hamburg. He's like, no, thanks. She's like, what, why? First of all, it's 1 a.m. Um, yeah. If we're done, I'm going home and going to bed, so fuck off. Um, um, he's like, no, I'm going to go uh, meet somebody about this drug guy. I think I got a lead. At 1 yeah. a.m. Oh, did any of you people sleep? Okay, what is he drawing? <laughs> I don't, is he drawing something? I don't know what is on his pieces of paper, but it looks like doodles. And I'm He's like, just doodling, I love life. I hope I never die. I'm like, are you doodling at 1 a.m., sir? What are you doing? When do we, what, what's the time? Do we 17 minutes and 16 seconds. And actually right before that, too. Yeah. It looks like a little cartoon or something. I don't know what it is. It does. Oh, yeah. What is it? He looks like he's drawing a Dalmatian. Yeah. He's drawing a Dalmatian. That's delightful. (laughs) I'm going to draw this for my fiancé, because we're getting a Dalmatian puppy. Our favorite film is 101 Dalmatian. Sure am. Happy to be alive. Um, But he's he's so upset, um, because he's like, oh, we could have got the guy, but the other guy fucked up. I I was questioning this when I watched it the first time because I was like, wait, did like one of the cops die and he feels guilty about it? I was like, oh no 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 no, he's only upset because the other cop made the call that was wrong and he wants exactly. to get the drug guy. I fuck off. Yeah. Mm, stop taking your work so seriously. This drug is only affecting like ten people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um. Yeah, so he's gonna go meet someone on the DL. And Catherine's like, I'll go with you. He's like, eh, no. <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so then we've got the next scene where Father goes to visit Paracelsus. Yes. A.K.A. Uh, a lot of Father walking through through tunnels. Yeah. yeah, very slowly. Father being attacked by bats. Oh, where Father finds the bat cave. <laughs> exactly. Bruce Wayne's like, get out of here! <laughs> and, well, then Father became Father Bat. <laughs> bat Father. <laughs> oh, it'd be amazing. It was... Because it, this scene went on for so long with these bats flying oh, yeah. around like they're really padding this out yeah and it was like uh, yeah it was like it was just like the scene out of batman begins i thought we were gonna have like this is his origin where he became Batfather. yeah why not uh but yeah so no he goes over there and and uh paracelsus is like hey how did you know where to find me and father's like we've been creeping on you for years <laughs> <laughs> We know exactly where you are at all times. Yeah. Just the fact that this guy, like, still, like, lives in, like, another tunnel. Like, hey, mm. you know, if you get kicked out of, like, the sewer society, I don't know, maybe go above ground and, like, not yes. live in a sewer. Yeah. Yeah. What is there for you down there? Nothing. Um, yeah, I... I have a lot of notes. So, one I forgot to mention in the last scene with, uh... Catherine and Jimmy, when he talks about how he found out the information about the drug dealer, he says one of my blabs. I don't like it. Oh. I don't like it at all. Oh, really? Yeah, I had to write it down because I put one of my blabs. What the fuck? Um, Yeah, I don't like that. I've never heard that before. Ever. In any show. (laughs) Just talking about blabs. (laughs) Talking about blabs. Ugh. Um... That my other note was about this whole idea that Father has been probably sending people to creep on Paracelsus. I'm sure it's not been Father. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we also uh, find absolutely. out Paracelsus has been creeping on Father. Yeah. There's, and apparently neither... I guess they're both amazing at it because they didn't know about the other one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I was uh, confused why Paracelsus wore shades in the tunnel. No clue. Got a bright future. Well, maybe he, because he's in the bat tunnel, maybe he previously became bat Celsius and he's wearing glasses because now he's blind as a bat. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this is where we find out about uh, Paracelsus having the idea of pipes. And also, he calls Father the fuck out for calling himself Father. Oh, I love <laughs> yes. it. As he should. So good. And then, yes, Brad, my note also was, why, if you are in exile, do you just not get out of the tunnels? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So I had a lot of notes during that. This was probably my most note-heavy scene, because otherwise I didn't really have a lot of notes. Uh, but yeah, he tells Father... Um, he says, Father, I imagine you like that. What? No. <laughs> it gives you all the authority you need without making you sound like a, a despo. Despot. But underneath, a despot. De- despot. Uh, but underneath everything, you're no different from me. Yeah. I mean, he's not making you tell him for a but... <laughs> Sure. He's not collecting gold coins, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so I, 
originally the idea of everyone living underground was to have a family of individuals living according to a higher standard. But he tells him how uninspired. (laughs) (laughs) I I love him. I wish he was in more episodes than just six. We've got him in six episodes. We've got Mouse in like 20. Yeah. And Father just doesn't want Paracelsus to uh, draw attention to anybody in the tunnels. And uh, he says, oh, don't worry about it. They're, I'm too clever. They're not going to catch me anyway. I love the very serious, intense like look that Father's giving him in the, when it cuts the ends of the scene. Yeah. And then it's weird because he tells him, well, uh, you don't have any power here. And it's like, I mean, it's not a different world. Like, literally, no, it's the other fuck. end of the tunnels. He yeah, doesn't have any same power tunnel. on his side of the tunnels either. Yeah, like, these are all just imagined, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, uh, lines in the sand. They don't mean anything. He doesn't have power anywhere. He's just a fucking person. I Like, the fact that you're respecting his boundaries is weird. Yeah. Yeah. It sounded like he didn't for a while. <laughs> like, that somehow force him out. And so Paracelsus says the only way you're going to get rid of me is to kill me. Father. <laughs> so good. But the real He's death the is... M- Moriarty to Father Sherlock. Yes, that's exactly right. Uh, but the real death is Jimmy's death in the next scene. Oh. <laughs> yes, this is, I love is. this scene. I, I love that we got Paracelsus doing this character. Yes. <laughs> like, just doing some yeah, it's accent great. work. It's delightful. It's so great. Uh, what's that? Oh, I can't hear so good in my ear. <laughs> These are my <laughs> family <laughs> crystals. Yes. Why is, he, why is he talking about his family crystals? I sell my family crystals to buy food. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Your family crystals? Oh, no, normal thing to say. Lyra, let me, I gotta get this cop off of my tracks. Um, uh, these are my family crystals that I sell for food. It's so weird. And then I love the fact that Paracelsus has a, um, a like a little um, uh, knife that comes out of his his sleeve, a la yeah. uh, uh, Billy Russo out of The Punisher. Yeah. Something. Yep. Yeah, I like friend, it. Friend of the show. <laughs> uh, your friend of the show. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, uh, Paracelsus, like, kills him pretty quickly. Yeah, it's and ridiculous. And just leaves him there. Also, I, like, that that old man with that tiny little blade, I, listen, I'm not buying it. <laughs> yeah, he's super old. He's wily, though, guys, he's wily. Yeah. Just, uh, so then we got the next scene where Catherine finds out Jimmy's dead. And she is She's really... a child? Emoting, hamming it up. <laughs> it's yeah. It. I mean, listen. This may be one of the worst scenes Linda Hamilton has done in this show, because yeah. she is like a child. No. Like, where's Jimmy? What do you mean? Huh? But where? He's what? He's not. <gasps> oh no! He's not dead. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> like Joe, the whole time's like, listen. Uh, there. Listen. Uh, Jimmy came down here. Where is he? He, uh, well, you know, it, is he is he hiding behind you? Is he in the corner? I'm sorry, he didn't. What? He's not. He's not dead. Oh, it's so bad. 
Like, she doesn't get it for, like, 20 minutes. Like, at the end of the episode, she's going to be like, so, where's Jimmy at? Is he better now? But he's coming back, right? I invited him to my birthday party next week. And and he said he was coming on Facebook. Is he? Is he? He's coming back. Mom said Jimmy was just at, at a big farm where he could run around with all the other things. <laughs> he's with the rabbits. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so none funny. of that is true. It is really bad. This scene. It's yeah. yeah. I wonder if Linda Hamilton was like really. They're like, no, 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 say it again. She's like, okay. I mean, Linda Hamilton is such a fucking trooper. Yeah. She really is. Like, she's great. Oh, we know from that voodoo episode, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, she really just goes along with it. Like, alright, we're gonna, yeah, 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 you're gonna wear this uh, in the first scene, and, uh, uh, yeah, just uh, go take your clothes off a little bit more while we put this wire on you for a long, long time. And, uh, then you get to do this scene where you don't understand what death is. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, and you're crying like you and Jimmy have been friends for years. Uh, when really, like, you've worked together for a minute. <laughs> where the hell is Edie? Yeah, she's in the credits! I don't. I didn't see her in the script either, so I don't. Oh. She's in the credits. It said her name. Oh. I'm very upset that she's not here. I'm sure it said her in the credits. As long as she's getting a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So Catherine is obviously distraught. So where does she go? She's gonna go talk to Vincent. Yeah. And uh, here they just talk between the bars. I don't, I yeah, why are they talking it. between the bars like he's in jail? Know. Yeah. Um, but this is where Vincent tells her that the current of her feelings runs deep. Yeah. And uh, she tells him he he just had a lot of hope in him. <laughs> but you know what, Tammy? Those are just words. They're shadows yeah, of feelings. True. Uh, and Vincent's like, oh, by the way, like, you know what you thought that the guy that distributed the drugs lives down here? Well, guess what? He lives down here. <laughs> I mean, this uh, is why they need a telephone to the fucking sewer. Yeah. Yeah, because they had to wait for Catherine to go visit. <laughs> yeah. Can they send one of those sad children up yeah. to her with a note? Send one of those little orphans up to uh, Neon uh, Police Headquarters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Catherine says that they must turn them in, and Vincent's like, yeah, we really can't, because then he'll just tell everybody about, uh, what's happening down here. And Catherine's like, yeah, you should. This is terrible. You shouldn't keep children down here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except, no, that's not what happens. Your mouse and, needs to uh, be blocked up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Catherine is telling Vince that they need to take it to the police station. No, 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 that's not gonna happen. And she goes, well, you guys have to punish him. And he says the ultimate punishment has been imposed, which is just exiling him to the other part of the tunnel. Yeah, that's not, that's not, you dummies. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the ultimate punishment for you. But, like, he's still, like, just sending these stupid drugs up to the surface, so that's... Which, again, why are people still taking these drugs? They cost a shit ton of money. Yeah. And you either die or you get sent to a mental institution for some reason. 
And it doesn't seem like when we see the trip that uh, Vincent takes, it doesn't seem like a very good high. <laughs> like no, it seems that? terrible. Like you could have paid that much money for that? Yeah. No, thank you. Again, you could have just been doing cocaine this whole time. You could have done so much cocaine. <laughs> you could have done Howie Mandel levels of cocaine. <laughs> um. So at this you could have had, you could have been living in Bobby's world. Uh, so at this point, like Catherine tells him though that you know, hey, like this dude is your responsibility, so you need to figure it out. And Vincent tells her, which I'd like your opinion on this, because he says, Catherine, you must live according to your conscience, <gasps> just as we must live according to the laws that we have that have allowed us to survive. Is he telling her like when he says you must live according to your conscience, like, hey, if you go kill him, like we're not going to do anything about that. <laughs> I mean, like we just can't do it. Even though later on they talk about doing it. There's a lot. There's a lot of shifty stuff going on in this episode. Yeah. that's just under the surface. Um, we're gonna spend about five hours talking about father shortly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> like, like this is. I mean, it's clearly it's like, listen, Catherine. If you tell them where he is, um, it's gonna get all of us killed. Or, um, or you can kill him yourself. Uh, yeah, that's okay. That's what I got out of that. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, we could just let it get. We could just let it go. Or we could just let it go. I think those are the three options on the table. Catherine kills him. Uh, we just ignore him. Uh, yeah. Or uh, uh, Catherine gets everyone in the sewers uh, um, exposed. Yeah. yeah. You know what um, Elsa would advise, don't you, Brad? What would that let be? Let it go? She would advise to let it go. Oh. <laughs> I apologize, Brad. I'm sorry. Uh, but then, but then all those wealthy—I'm <laughs> not that people, sorry. <laughs> but then all those wealthy people buying the worst drug imaginable would die. <laughs> true, that is true. This next scene, I think, Brad, this is where you'd like to maybe help us cover some of the dynamics of the underground layer people. <laughs> so we've got it. Mary Winslow, father Winslow! and Vincent. I love Winslow. I'm so happy to see Winslow. Oh. Uh, I was until he offered up killing him via a lottery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, not saying Winslow is always right, but I'm always happy to see it. Yeah. I love him. Like, I don't really agree with him. He can do no wrong. I do. I if do whatever like he does, I'll still be like, he's not Mouse, so he's the best. <laughs> but even though, you know, I will say, I do like the idea, though. It's like, all right, if we have to kill this guy. Oh, uh, we gotta figure out the best way to do it. A lottery. I'm, I like it. I like it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, we should uh, be killing people, but I do like that he's 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 trying to find the best solution. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Mary is basically like, you know, Paracelsus. She, she, I think she's in the uh, camp of just letting everything stay the same. Because she's like, well, he's not going to expose himself, so he's not going to expose us. Like, it's not going to, you know. Yeah. And if he doesn't get caught, we're safe. So yeah. she's in the camp of, like, being like, uh, let's just, he can just kill the people above ground. Whatever. And again, he's not killing them. Like, okay, there have been 150 yeah. people, which is an insane amount of people to be affected by a drug. 50 dead and 100 in mental institutions for some reason. Um, yeah. But, like, word's gonna get around, right? People are gonna stop taking this. Yeah. Yeah, you would think. So, I mean, I yeah, think it's so a valid like, point of just like, ah, just leave it. Yeah. Yeah. 
And Winslow is the one that says, well, he did tell him, tell us that the only way we could stop him is to kill him. And, you know, maybe we should just... Maybe it, it would be rude not to. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, so, and Father's like, uh, we're here to discuss viable options, Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know, Pretty Winslow, good. I know you're the shredder, but sometimes <laughs> a shredding is not the right way forward, just saying. It's a pretty good comeback. I like it. <laughs> yeah. And then Vincent says, it does seem as though the more we talk, the more elusive the solution becomes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're not happy about anything, but they feel like they're being held hostage. Yeah. So that's true. That's, true. that's kind of what's happening. Um, and then their solution right now is just to have Vincent cut him off from leaving the tunnels until they can talk about it some more. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. How are they going to stop him from leaving the tunnels, though? Well, apparently that was Vincent's job, and he did a really shitty job and just got himself high. <laughs> do they have, like, do they have, like, a jail in the tunnels? Like, I mean, we know that when people are punished, they just don't talk to them. Um, can like we be mouse. real? Uh, we know what happens when Vincent goes to talk to people. <laughs> people die. They yeah, know yes. Vincent's gonna kill him. They end up being thrown off the Bridge of Tears or whatever it's called. Yeah, Vincent kills people, like, all the time. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, Vincent's gone to talk to him. Hope he doesn't lose control. Whoops. Mm. Let's see. Uh, so, I, I don't know if you guys have anything more to say uh, about that little caucus that they had up there. Oh. I don't know. People in charge? Are these the people in charge? I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. No clue. I know. Why is Pascal not at the on the council? That's true. Because he's like the he's like the the um like the spy the master of whispers. You know, if this was Game of Thrones, he'd be the master of whispers because he knows I, all I the communication. Know, so he should be well, on it. Yeah, but he like makes sure he's like at those pipes at all times. Yeah, he even sleeps mm. by them. So I I feel like, and I don't remember specifically in this scene, but I remember in other scenes where you know it's just even Vincent and Catherine. Like you can constantly hear pipes in the background, and I don't know if that's just they're putting them in more or I'm noticing mm. them more. But there's a lot of pipe action yeah. now. Mm -hmm. Uh. So then we've got the next scene where they're sad about Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. And I love the one cop's like, all right, uh, listen, we think he's probably hiding down in the sewers. Uh, there's a bunch of transients down there. He says transients. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. A bunch of transients down there. Like, I've never heard that said like that ever. <laughs> um, but Catherine's like, no, 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 that would be a huge waste of time and resources. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. She says it's crazy. Okay, Catherine. And I like that he says, we've seen crazier. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I heard that there was, I had a friend that was jogging, saw a goddamn lion man. <laughs> a lion man sitting on a park bench. <laughs> and he nearly threw up. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also had a guy the other day, a friend of mine, he's walking along the street, and all of a sudden it started to rain glitter from above. What's that all about? <laughs> uh, another uh, friend of mine, um, I was walking along an alleyway, uh, I saw a cat <laughs> uh, tip its hat and disappear. Craziest <laughs> fucking shit he ever seen. 
and leave an M on the wall behind (laughs) him, which was my favorite thing about that. Then he walked by and he realized there was a wanted poster for that very cat. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even know we were prosecuting felines. (laughs) I love it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so, but, uh, Farrell went ahead and agrees with Catherine that they're stretched too thin right now, so, yeah, they really can't do that. And, uh, and then they just go on with the meeting, and Catherine is, like, big sigh of relief time. Uh, so then we've got a long stretch of Vincent just following Paracelsus (laughs) through tunnels. (laughs) Yes. Like, I had to rewatch this today because I was just falling asleep last night. Yeah. It's just, it's so much. And I like that Paracelsus has things like a wall that just shuts. Yeah. Yeah. I, He's got all these crazy, like, yeah, this is, yeah. I think he may have helped engineer a lot of the kooky uh, fraggle holes. Yeah. Oh, do you think he built the uh, the thing for Mouse? The tunnel? Oh. That goes from, like, that gate no, right into his Mouse bed? Did oh. that. Mouse did that himself. <laughs> Don't blame Paracelsus for Mouse's atrocities. (laughs) But he, so he does that, and so it really does hold Vincent back for a while, so he, so Paracelsus is able to, like, go through, throw glitter up in the air that falls forever. It (laughs) does. It defies the law of gravity, I think you mean to say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just always falling. Forever. And yeah. Forever. Yep. Uh, and Ron Perlman, your drug acting is great. I love oh, it. I so love good. it. I like when it just starts and he's just shaking his head. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like Kool Aid Manning through walls. Yes. Oh, when he Kool Aid. That was that was one of my favorite things. It was an absolute delight. I loved it. Oh, uh, he just runs face first into a wall at one point. It was pretty good too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's just it's a lot of drug scenes. There's a lot that happens. Yeah. It's like five minutes of drugs. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just seen him bang his head against the wall. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, but yes, then he also has visions, which he tries to shake out, which I like. Um, and it's like, one of the visions is a door with fire behind it, and Catherine in the fire looks like she's Calling to him. Mm, it's full on hellfire from um, the Hunchback of Yeah. It, yeah, that's exactly it. And then there's like another door, and behind that is just bad late 80s computer imagery. <laughs> yeah. It's so. Yeah, it's weird. Because I kept expecting it was going to focus on something, but it's just like a no. like weird computer, like a screensaver with people screaming over the top. It was really strange. Yeah. And uh, Vincent, of course, is just, like, growling and howling away. Which I like that, that they don't make it where he's, like, super loud roaring, but, like, almost these deep growls. Yeah. He does. It's creepy. And then Father looks for him, or finds him, and then um, is sad that he found him, because (laughs) Vincent, like, swipes at him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I thought he was going to kill it, and this is the one time where Vincent has swiped at someone and not broken their neck, or, you know, or, like, full-out killed them. It looks like he's just maybe broken his arm. Yeah. Because then Father has, like, his arm in a cast. Wouldn't that be great if that's the end of oh, Father? Oh, that'd be so good. 
father died that very night. Because <laughs> his insides were on the outside. <laughs> um, but this uh, does lead to father um, coming up with a plan. And that plan is yes. get Catherine down there to die. Yeah. He's yeah. like, when he says to Catherine, he's like, oh, I thought that maybe the sound of your voice would bring him out of it. No, she's your sacrifice. Oh, yeah. He's like, this is the perfect way. Because we've seen Father's a coward. He won't kill people himself. He wants them to get themselves killed. Um, so he, ha- he has her come down. And she says, yeah. according to our scientists, the drug only lasts three or four hours. He's And he's like... Well, you need to get in there, because he knows he's running out of time. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hopefully, I don't like Catherine, and I want to get, you know, I want to save Vincent, and I want to keep Vincent mopey and by my side, so he doesn't wander up. So two birds with one stone, send Catherine in, Vincent kills Catherine, yeah. Catherine's gone, Vincent feels the guilt forever, and will never leave the tunnels again. <laughs> 100%. That's the plan. That's his plan. There's, I have yes. no doubt. <laughs> Oh, he's a monster. Yeah. Yeah. The true monster is you, Father. Yeah, and this is where Catherine also tells Father that according to their test, the effect of the drug uh, should only last three to four hours. So I don't know why people are institutionalized, but okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great question. It's the 80s. The 80s. The fucking drug war. I guess. Um, but yeah, and then Catherine goes over there, and she's she's willing to sacrifice herself for Vincent. Father's like, yes, I knew she would. And then and then he gets his uh, his um, ha- his arm out from his uh, sling and rubs his hands together <laughs> like. Ah. <laughs> and I know she goes over there and she hugs him. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what it is. He sees like in that image almost like the Catherine from the fire except it's not surrounded by the fire yeah and then he looks he, like he, he's going to attack her but he doesn't did you know that love can break you out of the effects of hallucinogens Tammy did you know um, yeah I mean I've tested it time and time again <laughs> <laughs> you're like hey Dan uh, so tonight this evening what I thought we'd do is I'm going to take a load of LSD <laughs> run around Disney and then you have to break me out of it with love <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, because it's immediate. She touches him and it's like, he's like, oh, okay. I'm fine now. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for helping. Let me hug them drugs out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tammy, I know you work with people in recovery. All I'm saying yeah. is, do you ever just <laughs> hug, hug them into recovery? I'm just going to hug it, hug it out. <laughs> oh, man. It's so wacky. I love it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's so it's so crazy. Um, and then, of course, Vincent immediately goes into the, his moping phase. <laughs> yeah. Oh, immediately, like, oh, me, I'm, I'm Vincent. I'm gonna go and sit on the bridge of tears and cry my heart I, out. I like what she, like, she asks him. She asks him what he's thinking, and he says, "How ashamed I am that you saw me as I was." And how grateful I am that you were here. He's not ashamed that he injured father at all. <laughs> no, that fool deserved it. Um, also, Catherine has seen you p- murder people plenty of times. Yeah, really. Plenty of shame. times, Vincent. Yeah. yeah. But those were on purpose. Also, you're a lion man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. 
you yeah. know, never forget Vincent. Um, and so Vincent's like, uh, look, we gotta kill this dude, and I guess that that means I've gotta go kill him. <laughs> so, we all know who is really gonna have to do it. <laughs> I think, I, I like the way you guys sent me to talk to him or whatever the fuck that was before. Uh, but, alright, gloves off. Um, not my fuzzy bear gloves, but, you know. <laughs> no, always, those gloves. are always off. <laughs> um, <laughs> ah! <laughs> we don't really see the fuzzy bear gloves in this episode. Oh, yes we do. Do we? When? I. I oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah. he's in his drug-addled stage, like, right oh, when he we? gets drugged. And he puts his hands all over the wall. <laughs> nice! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love this wacky show, guys. Oh, it's a oh, goodie. It's, it's a goodie. So, yeah, he's going to go talk to Paracelsus. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Even though he's weak. And, uh. Yeah, because Paracelsus could throw glitter over him again at any minute. Like, yeah, really. He could just throw it into the air and it just float there forever. Why didn't it affect Paracelsus? He. I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say it was because he threw, like, above him but behind where like he didn't pass under it but honestly I don't know yes. yeah, no why time. did it float for 50 minutes I don't know I mean again it's <laughs> glitter it should be stuck to him at all times yeah yeah why isn't he super sparkly at all times uh so yeah he goes to talk to him and uh I don't know <laughs> He basically tells him, hey, you just, like, need to leave. Like, where do they expect him to go? Yeah. Mm. We we think you should leave no and go to New Jersey. <laughs> no, Rhode Island. Yeah. <laughs> we can go and get uh, Catherine's job. That she We're sending go. you to Connecticut. Um, We're sending you to Delaware. Yeah, and so here's... It's called the- Delaware because no one really knows where it is. Well, it's literally yeah. just like 50 banks. So that's all that exists there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. Joe Biden's entire uh, source of support. <laughs> uh, so with Paracelsus, he's like uh, telling, uh, what's his face, Vincent? Like, oh, I'm no match for you. So obviously I'm going to have to go, obviously. <laughs> and then he tells him my favorite thing, which is, are, are you content content to accept father's story found as a babe outside St. Vincent's Hospital. Did you really believe that all these years? Oh. And I was like, this was the only part of the episode I was at the edge of my seat <laughs> going, please, please tell me more. What happened? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. I wonder what it is. Yeah, because I have no clue. Yeah, like, and so, and he tells me, he goes, do you want to know the truth? Because are you curious? Because I know. And, uh, I was there when father fucked that lion. <laughs> <laughs> I introduced them. <laughs> <laughs> I regret it every day. But uh, of course, Paracelsus uh, is just getting Vincent to come closer to him so he can try and shove a kn- that little tiny knife into this lion man. Uh, which... <laughs> doesn't really work and then like a lamp falls on the floor then everything's on fire and uh Paracelsus runs back in because my gold <laughs> so. I mean yikes <laughs> I don't know about like Paracelsus yeah. running like, oh, my gold my gold 
Yeah, this was not good. Not good. Yeah. But better or worse than Catherine being like, is he dead? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing's worse than that. <laughs> I mean, there's the last scene of Vincent and Catherine. Oh, Vincent, by the way, just walks away. Yeah. Paracelsus runs back into the fire and Vincent just walks away. Watch it was burn. real like, okay. Well, uh, I guess he's going to gonna burn to death. Oh, well. Yeah. I guess oh, do the you reckon whole tunnels will be on fire now. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Do you reckon he's going to come back, Paracelsus, and he's going to have like burns on his face that so he's going to wear like a phantom of the opera mask? Oh, oh that would be great. That would be, amazing. That'd be awesome because he already like so dresses much. like the phantom. You know? Yeah. That'd be really cool. <laughs> I really hope that happens. Uh, so then, yeah, we just have a last scene real quick where Catherine and Vincent talk to each other about, like, literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> other than this whole idea of there are some risk worth taking, which it's like, mm, I guess, whatever. Yeah. So... I did not feel like this episode, like the end of this episode, that they were going to kiss like the last one, where I was like, really, oh, yeah, so that, scared. Yeah. This one, I didn't feel that at all, so. But yeah, so that that was the um, episode, The Alchemist. Best dress, worst dress. Is it Catherine for both? <laughs> oh, I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because I would say, you know, her best dress, obviously, gold bra white dress oh, god so incredible um and worst dress i that I, i'm between either the blue number with the big sleeves or the pink big uh turtleneck um i think the pink turtleneck yeah so i think that was unforgivable but the paul poundstone yeah. outfit is really bad yeah. too yeah oh I mean, I think the pink turtleneck's bad, but it's just the pink turtleneck. Like, she's wearing, like, a windbreaker with a pink turtleneck. Yeah. The Paula Poundstone outfit is, like, many bad things together. All the sleeves mm. are weird lengths. I agree. The skirt, agree. there's just, there's a lot, there's a lot of bad choices happening at once for that one. Yeah. So I lean um, towards that. Yeah, I'm good with that. All right. I uh, let's see. Uh, who won and who lost? Paris, well, I would have said Paracelsus lost, but then we know he's coming back. Uh, father lost, because he didn't, his plan of killing Catherine didn't work out. Yeah, and he was like, man, Paracelsus really did some sick burns on him in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was great. What, I, I don't know, I was thinking about, um, uh, uh, Jimmy. not Jimmy, Jimmy's sidekick that was trying to do the spinoff. Oh, Zeke? Zeke. Zeke. Yeah. Like, He's not getting his own show. He lost. I mean... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm okay with Zeke losing. Yeah, he Zeke. seems yeah. like a loser. Spoiler alert, yeah. I just looked it up and uh, Zeke will not be returning to us. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> well, yeah, he's the loser then. Uh, Paracelsus at least comes back. Um, And then... Yeah, who won then? Um, I mean, does Paracelsus win because he comes back, so he survives? Yeah, yeah. But I guess, I guess, if we're not supposed to know that right now, I don't know if we can claim that. I mean, yeah. he also got to really one up Father, though. That was pretty good. Oh, so good. Yeah, and he put so it. Good. And he's got Vincent and he's made... questioning things. 
Yeah, yeah, he's messed with Vincent's mind. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I, look, I just like him. I just, yeah. I just want him back. All right. Um. Well, I guess that's that's it, guys. That's all we got for this episode. Um. Is, is there anything else that you guys have to talk about for the alchemists? Um. I just want to reiterate that both of you guys, you're true friends, and you'll always be my genital choice. <laughs> good. Good. Although I think one, only one of us can go to heavy side, right? Is that how that works? <laughs> Yeah, and that's going to be me. Oh. You can sacrifice me if you want. <laughs> Stick me in a balloon and blood sacrifice me. <laughs> um, again, guys, go see Cats while you can in theaters. It's Actually, amazing. It's only in, there, like, in theaters for like one day more, so just go now. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Go see it while you can. Uh, also, we should say next episode we will be recording. I will be in... Uh, Orlando headquarters. Yeah. In the sassy headquarters. I think the next two episodes. Yep. Next, next two episodes, two. yeah. So it'll be all the sass that you can handle <laughs> in one Woo! place. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> it's so exciting. Alright, guys. Well, if that's it, then we're out. Jellico cats come out tonight. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via sewerlion at reactionary-sass.com on facebook.com slash groups slash sassy sewerlion or on twitter at sewerlion. Call the sass line 321-710-4947. Our other podcast and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.
Maria. Don't let the siren cast her spell. Don't let her fire sear my flesh and bone. Destroy Esmeralda and let her taste the fires of hell. Or else let her be mine and mine alone. Minister Fuller, the gypsy has escaped. What? She's nowhere in the cathedral. She's gone. But how? I... Never mind. Get out, you idiot. I'll find her. I'll find her if I have to burn down all of Paris. Hellfire! Dark fire! Now, gypsy, it's your turn. Choose me or your 